Well, that sure was another week in central Queensland. We talked about so many things. Uh, in fact, you found out about my CQ Angel journey to Bunnings. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And uh, we found out what those little bronze things on the Cap Coast are all about by talking to the artist who created them. And thanks to Aussie helpers, Pinky wants a farmer or probably wants to be a farmer. <laughs> and I headed out to my beloved pineapple farm wow. yet again to have a great chat with Farmer Pete. Plus, we found out if you thought Queensland should just have a face mask mandate or not. Banksy and Pinky for breakfast, only on Triple M. Hit subscribe now. Hello? Pinky has thrown herself out into the sun to do some hard work. For Pinky Wants a Farmer. Brought to you by Aussie Helpers. Helping the heart of our country. A bit like Farmer Wants a Wife, except she's not after a fella. She's just hungry. Farmer Pinky here catching up with Pineapple Pete. No, Farmer Pete of Sherpine Farms, Pure Gold Pineapples here in Tambi. Good morning. Thanks for having me. Yes, Pinky. Glad to see you. Look, it's been a, about a year since I've been on your farm, Pete, but uh, it's great to come and catch up again at the beloved Pineapple Farms. Now, let's have a little chat because we have been discussing the cost of living is going up. Lettuces. Now we've got the potatoes and the chips crisis coming our way. Where are we at with regards to pineapples and the cost for you to produce them for us? Well, Pinky, um, the cost of production's gone up heaps and that's going to be the trouble now. We, you know, we're going to have to somehow increase our pineapple prices or we'll just won't be able to be sustainable at the present moment because I've had fertiliser go from $1,000 a tonne to at least 2000 now and they expect it to be 3000 in September. I've had chemicals go from a $4,000 for a 1,000 litre shuttle of um, FOSS acid that's gone to 12 and a half if you can get it. Wow. So this is, and diesel's gone up. Yeah. You know what it all is at now. It's, it's over $2 a litre for us. And I've got a 5,000 litre um, tank down there. So if you think filling your car up is going to cost you $30 extra, imagine what I pay. It's, you know, it's nearly $10,000 now to get that, over $10,000 to get the Bowser filled. That doesn't seem to add up the way you're explaining this to me. That just sounds so difficult to afford. Now, you've been farming pineapples for over 40 years. How do you think this is travelling at the moment in your experience? Well, this is probably the worst I've seen, it, as in cost of production. Like We need to sell our fruit, but we need to get a little bit more money for it. Otherwise, the margins are just not there anymore for us to keep going. And that's the reality. That's why some of the other, all the other stuff's going up. And if people want fresh produce produced in Australia, just got to pay more for our fruit. Yeah, and as you're saying, you know, fresh produce has a limited shelf life. So it's just got to get out there and it's got to get sold and you've got to make money and we've got to get our fruit and veg. And there's also far more competition, isn't there, which I hadn't realised before. But at the moment, the pineapple sales are going well. But then comes summertime, you've got your mangoes and your lychees. And yeah, as you say, more competition. Yeah, that's right. So, you know, and we've got a lot more volumes as well because that's the best time to grow a pineapple is in summer because that's where it's designed to be eaten you know it's a summer fruit yeah if, if it gets like the avocados or anything like that if we produce too much is what which is yeah. what we haven't been producing too much but in the current climate we are because of covid and there's not the businesses out there that we used to be and that's taking our projects so we're going into an oversupply like a lot of the others and yeah it just can't happen you know? i mean that's real bad you know and how are you going? It's picking time and it's a bit difficult to get staff at the moment. Yeah, well, I'm not picking actually this week because of that. I've got my brother away, my nephew away, and I've got one other guy with COVID. 
and I can't, I just haven't got enough labour. So hopefully on Monday I'll get a couple back and I'll be able to go down and, and, and harvest them on Monday. So. Do you think that's also based on COVID in the past? Because, you know, backpackers can't come through, like travel's still a bit tricky for people and it's still not the normal again yet. Yeah, that's right. I, I had um, I had uh, Taiwanese workers coming in and they were great. You know, I could get those and it just filled the gap between my locals and the Taiwanese. I could come in and have enough yep. as they come through regularly all the time, but now they're gone. Like, yep. So I've lost all that. So I'm just trying to keep my regulars and that's hard work because, you know, cost of fuel, they're driving and all the rest of it, so, yeah. Yeah, so it does sound very tough on the land at the moment. Now, Pete, you have said you've kept a job, a special job aside for me today. I've got my Pinky Cooper on. I am ready, I think, to take it on. What will I be doing? Well, Pinky, you can go down and we can see how you can plant the, plant the pineapples. Right. So they, um, they'll be ready in two years, it takes, for the tops <laughs> that you're going to plant. No big deal. Also, you can jump on and have a drive too and watch the boys plant behind you. On or the which tractor? Other. On the tractor, mate. Yeah, yes. this, that's, that'll be an experience. So. I hope I don't get a speeding fine. <laughs> no, it's very slow. There's not a problem with that and safe. What else has been happening this week with Banksy and Pinky on Triple MCQ? It's the government, Pinky. Well, I've been just asking the question this morning because I feel I've had a lot of conversations with people all around me, Mm. all different walks of life, different scenarios, about the fact that the Premier keeps asking everyone to please wear their masks, but we have no mask mandate, but we know there's ramping happening at all the hospitals. True. That we know people all around us are getting COVID left, right and centre or second time round. Yeah, Yeah. You know, it's... It's everywhere. Come and on. flu season. Just make it a mandate. So, yeah, I Damn guess it. my thinking is like, what's with all this polite, you know, please do it on Facebook posts that mind, we get? Could you please choose? Would you just to? prefer flat out there was a rule? Because also there's gonna be people amongst us who do feel more anxious and concerned about going out to do their shopping mm. because there aren't any there's no one wearing masks. Yeah, and you know? and for something as simple as just putting a bit of cloth over your, your mouth just to go out. Personally, somewhere. I feel like I it's would much, like to start it? doing it to be yeah. a bit more helpful to myself, but I've just completely forgotten. I'm out of the habit. Um, we also have 50 bucks to give away this morning at Totally Workwear. Win a tradie tool chest filled with $10,000 cash for Father's Day. Just buy any Fuse product from your local Totally Workwear Tees and Season store. Uh, Pete, you've given us a call on 13353. Where do you stand on the mandate, mates? It's a waste of time. Waste, why is that? Because I drive a taxi in Gladstone. Mm-hmm. When the mandate was first introduced, yeah. one of the first people who got in without a mask, I said to him quite nicely, mate, do you have a mask? I got F's and C's thrown mm. at me. I kicked him out of the cab and I since that day, I have not asked one person to wear a mask. Okay. But do you, you well, we don't have a mandate in place. People aren't wearing masks because staff have been told not to ask because they get threatened with violence. Yeah, and you don't the want police that. And the health authorities get out there and actually police it and start finding them, it's yeah. a complete and absolute waste of time. It's a farce. Yeah. Well, hey, gotcha. Gotcha. Ab- That's absolutely. where there's no mandate. They're just asking nicely. Yeah. Because of all this stuff that people have to deal with face-to-face. Yeah, see, if a mandate goes in place, mm. then you have the right to say, well... But then people like Peter are just copping an earful. Yeah, and come on, like let's let's reel it in, guys. Yeah, but people don't, right? Again, oh. people don't do what they're asked. To I do. know one I triple know. three five three. Uh, morning, Triple M. Who's this? It's Bernie. How are you guys? Good, Bernie. What do you think? Should we just have a mask mandate for Queensland already? I prefer we had a woman date. No. <laughs> 
No, I, I do agree with it because people are going to stop thinking about themselves and thinking about the community, the infants and the elderly people who could contract the, you know, COVID or, or the flu. You know, not just think about yourself but others. Do people and, go and, down the, the trail of, oh, it's the government trying to control me and, and... Well, some people do think that way. That's silly because wearing a mask, I feel like a superhero every time I've got to put it on and off. <laughs> Well, and like you were just asking earlier, Banksy, do I think so? Well, yeah, at the end of the day, what I think is if they're going to continue asking us to please nicely wear one, just make it a mandate already. If that's what you want people to do... You never give someone the option because they'll always choose the one you don't want. Mate, if there were no speeding fines, do you think we'd treat it like an autobahn out on the Bruce Highway? (laughs) Come on. So, uh, Bernie... That's why they do it. A definitive yes or no for the mandate, you say yes. Yes. Superheroes. And he needs a woman date. One, triple, three, (laughs) five, three. (laughs) Hang on. What are we taking calls on now? (laughs) (laughs) That was wild. Let's find out what else Banksy and Pinky have been up to. You may have seen a small army of bronze soldier mm-hmm. crabs uh, at Lammermoor Beach. Absolutely gorgeous. We've got the guy who created it all, these amazing soldier crabs, Brendan Tohill on the line. How are you this morning, Brendo? Uh, yeah, good, thank you. Fantastic effort with these sculptures. Yeah, they are all over our social media feeds. So many pics of them. They look amazing. Thank you. So where did this uh, all start? You, you've been doing this for a while. What was your first creation? Yeah, the first creation in, uh, in Livingstonshire would be the um, big green sea turtle on the rocks. Yeah. Oh, yes. Um, I've got a photo of that one. That was a Brendan thing. Yep. And then um, the next one would be the octopus on the main street. Yep, yep. Uh, yep. And then, uh, yeah, this is the last uh, last one and, yeah, quite a big one. Okay, this is a trilogy. So, so how did <laughs> yeah. it come about that you decided to do the latest one, Brendan? Livingstonshire have this thing called placemaking where they place sculptures around. So, um, you know, they, uh, they're open for ideas. If you come up with an idea, and um, I gave him some pretty crude sketches, <laughs> and uh, he liked the soldier crabs, yeah. and um, so uh, gave me the go ahead. And originally, he wanted twelve, and uh, we um, talked back down to eight, and uh, <laughs> and yeah, we just kind of went for it. I think too many crabs is too many crabs when it comes down yeah. to it. You, you just need... Yeah, well, major job because I think it works out something like 96 leagues or something like that. A very big job. So how long did it take you to make them all? I think it was about a, a year and two months. Wow. But uh, um, probably start to finish probably more like two years, you know, by the time they're installed. Yeah, okay. And so do you do this outside of, say, work hours or how does your time work? I'm not sure. Yeah, um, it, because I'm, I work oh, at the moment three days a week officially. Yep, yep. Um, so you, you've got to be working seven days a week. So mm. uh, even on a workday, I'll go up to the shed and, and try and spend an hour in the morning or, um, you know, in a couple of hours wow. at night or something. And uh, you're always working. Like your, mm. um, Sunday, you know, you get up. Uh, you go up the shed, um, you spend all day, and you know, right into the night. How do you how do you do it? Like with these with these bronze, like how do you sculpt that into those shapes? Like wh- what do you do? So yeah, so originally I made um, a mate caught some uh, little soldier crabs, and uh, I got some verniers and calipers and and dividers, and and drew up a planer one. You know, made sure that I had all the joints exactly you know, the right size, scaled it up, yep, yep, yep. Uh, made a big body out of clay, ah, clay okay. and then yes, um, yes. Uh, made the legs. Uh, out of um, using fencing wire and then clay around it, mm. made a mould of those. So you, you, you've got to end up with uh, rubber moulds of all the parts, and then you pour your waxes into it. I see. Uh, yeah, and then yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a, you know, it's a bit of a shortcut of saying the whole process, but the whole process takes uh, forever. You know, it takes yeah. a, a week to make uh, five legs. 
Wow. <laughs> to make legs. It's like, I think yeah. that's about the time God takes as well, so that's fine. <laughs> so um, how do you yeah. feel having such amazing public sculptures around your hometown? How does it feel to walk past them or hear people talking about them? Uh, yeah, I really do. Yeah, I, I get a kick, I get a yeah. kick out of it. A bit of a, a loose end on a Sunday or something, just to go for a bit of a cruise, and you can drive past them, and it, and it feels good to to have yeah. you know, kind of something that's um, you know semi permanent. Brendan Tohill, you've left a legacy uh, on the Cap Coast that all we, the legs yeah. oh, <laughs> <laughs> that we absolutely love, and let's hope these crab sculptures don't go sideways, right? <laughs> okay, yeah. Ah, oh, there we go. Lovely to talk to you, Brendan. Okay, thank you. Subscribe now to stay up to date, Banksy and Pinky on Triple M CQ. Central Queensland Angels. You bump into them everywhere. Send me an angel. Uh, right send me now. an angel. Look, I... Uh, <laughs> Where'd you find one? Well, this is the tale of... At the newsagent? <laughs> no. Uh, Banksy taking a light trip to Bunnings. <gasps> Bunnings. Yep. So they're around the Norman Gardens Bunnings area. Yeah, yeah. That's where you find in Central Queensland Angels. So... I had a busted heat lamp light. You know the ones in your in your bathroom? Oh, I get what you mean, the, yes. The heat lights yep, that come yep. down, great. So one of them busted. There's yeah. two in there and I had to yeah. go and get a new one. So down to Bunnings I go. Yeah. And I took it with me. Yeah. Like, so I could, you know, basically find the one. Get that, the right one. That, yeah, that matches up. And I'm just wandering around aimlessly. Mm. In the dark, you could say. It's quite an overwhelmingly big shop. <laughs> I'm looking up and down yes. and left and right. There's 7,000 aisles. I'd... Mate, you need laser focus to get in and out of that one. It's quite overwhelming. Yes. So here I am walking around in this aisle holding this heat light that was broken and <laughs> yes. busted. Yep. And out of nowhere, a CQ angel just goes, you need these lights. That'll be 1150. Are you serious? Just like, just apparently saw me with this light, knew what to get, grabbed yeah. it, gave it to me, had the price there, ready to go. Could tell you were totally clueless. I was. What, that, this is amazing. <laughs> wow. And now this is after I had an absolutely flawless run to Bunnings in my car. Got every green light. Oh, nice. And had uh, Central Queensland locals slowing down to let me into Lane Cross and all this on the. This is just a great day. Yeah. Everything's going great. And then this angel comes out of nowhere and hands me exactly what I want when I want it. Okay, I'll go up and, and, and pay for this thing. Yeah, and and I did. Nice. And then I got outside. And, you know, in the car park where you've got all spare car parks and your car is right in the middle of no one. Yeah, yeah, nice. It's great. I'm like, oh, That's I even... A dream. Yeah, yeah, I even get that too as I'm walking over to the car. Wow. Another guy comes in and parks right beside me and reversed a way around too. So when oh. I get over there, I had to wait for him to get out of his car so I could get into mine. I'm a, there is a thousand <laughs> spare car parks around you. I know. What's with that? Oh, and it was raining yesterday. So I noticed that he'd left his lights on mm. as well. So I'm like, what do I do? Because he's, re he's really stuffed up my flawless day here. Do I... Do I say something, call him back, say your lights are on, or do I just let Karma take take control? I reckon you didn't tell him. I let Karma take oh, control. Oh, Hey? Well, ironically, the guy who ruined my flawless run <sighs> to go and get a heat light left his car lights on. So he's up next. Angels in aisle five. <laughs> That's it for now. Catch Banksy and Pinky weekday mornings from 6 to 9 a.m. on Triple MCQ. Or subscribe here to get all the best bits.